just be unconditionally you. You don't have to you don't have to know who you are just yet, but be you. Do what feels right and create what feels right. I'm so convicted on if you if you really unconditionally love yourself, yep. you will know what's what is best for yourself. Like example, you might know it's probably best maybe to ask someone for help. Yeah. Or you might know maybe I should, you know, just start writing this script or whatever it is. Try yeah. out new things because the more you do, the more you'll learn from yourself and others and grow and help people along the way. Yep. What's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. On today's episode, we have one of my good friends, Miss Jacqueline Burnett. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hello. Thank you. So we have a lot of things to talk about today. Number one, you are the fourth female on Rise of the Young, and I think it's super important that I bring on more females and people and individuals that are building companies and are very creative, and they just have a very positive mindset towards what they're doing, and you've been someone that's not only one of the most creative people I know, but I, I literally will tell her every single day, it's like, your energy is amazing, what you carry into conversations, and like, I've learned a lot from you that we'll talk about today, but that being said, Thank before you. I let you say anything, we've you've worked for people like David Meltzer and Dan Fleshman, these are people that have been on the Rise of the Young podcast and the listener has heard from, and you've been able to surround yourself with such amazing minds and people that have, like someone like Dan Fleshman, you know, youngest founder of a publicly traded company, David Meltzer, who you'll get more into in terms of how you know him. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just really impressive to see what you've built and the lifestyle that you've built in terms of how you navigate throughout your day, the mindset you carry, and I'm excited to talk about it. So thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, I'm so excited to share. And I'm so grateful to be able to share with not only you, but the people that are listening, because I think it's so important, you know, mindset will change your life yep. in a good way or a bad way. And I've been so amazingly grateful for myself that I've been able to change the way I look at things, so therefore the things I look at change, which is for why sure. I'm where I am now. For sure. And one thing I really want to say, just to open it up, I want to, because this is something for me, I've known Jacqueline for almost two years now, and I really just want to get into your story, because I believe not only I'll learn something today, but it'll, it'll truly give the listener someone, right? Like, what does someone, a lot of people are 18 to 25 listening, right? And I believe you can truly impact them on the way you think about life, the way you stay positive. And I remember we went out to lunch one time in LA, and like literally there's no ounce of negativity in your <laughs> mind. And like every time I'm around you, it's just, it's contagious in a way. And I think the people listening today, I really want to talk on that. But to really start it off, let's hear where are you from, when you got into what you're doing, and give them a brief synopsis before we get into it about what you're currently working on, what you're doing. You've lived in LA for four years now. So just give people a brief rundown of who you are, where you're spending your time, and then we'll get into the story. Sure, sure. So... Right now, I own a digital marketing company, Escalate You, and we work on building brands and influencers, anywhere from paid organic distribution, content creation, getting down to the ads, PR, and then also, I'm an artist at heart, so I'm a creator in every single sense of the way, from the creative control of where a campaign's going to go, yep. all the way to pen and paper, or yep. brush to paper. Yep. So, I'm from Michigan. You know, okay. this. I'm, from, I'm yep. from Michigan. Michigan. Yep, good old Michigan. I went to Michigan State where I learned and I thought I wanted to go into journalism. So I studied broadcast journalism. And I initially was, when I was starting to graduate, it was interesting because yeah. I started to realize, you know, my junior, senior year, well, 
what good is it to talk about other people? Like, what is that, for me at least? Yeah. Like, I want to impact the world in other ways. So I still want to go on the broadcast side, but not necessarily journalism. So I started to actually work with my cousin, David Meltzer. And Real quick, too, because yeah. David Meltzer, I, I wanted you to say that. So that's your cousin. <laughs> I think a lot cousin. a lot of people listening, you know, he has the, the Playbook podcast. He just came out with his new book, and he's someone that he spoke at a lot of my events, the Build Your Empire events, and I've seen him so much on social media. And when I found that out about you, I just wanted to briefly say this. I was like, this is so cool because, like, it makes sense. Like, you have such an amazing mindset and the philosophies in which you live by. Like, you can see based on what you've learned from him how it's, you know, contagious just oh, from yeah. that relationship itself. But continue because we'll, we'll get yeah, more into that. No, I'm, if it were not for Dave, so thank you, Dave. If it were not for Dave, I would not be where I am today because he planted the seeds. You know, one of the things that yep. I've also learned from it's like, seed nourish flourish he planted so many seeds and then that i also planted to myself yeah <clears throat> but really i started working for him and you know doing business development this is right after college this is really right after college moved right out to california from okay. michigan and then started working for him so doing business development sales and what was so unique to him was that we had not only sales training business training but we also had personal development training which is how i got to where I am now, a lot of the okay. a lot of the seeds started nourishing and flourishing. Yeah. Um, well, what would you say? Just I think for a lot of young listeners and even myself, mm-hmm. I didn't go to college. Maybe someone's listening and they're debating on going to college or they don't know what to do about their future. Right? Like, yeah. what what was your intent with going to college? What would mm-hmm. you say? Just based on your experience, I'd love to hear like prior to working with Dave, just yeah. so we can kind of back up a little yeah, bit. Great. What was your experience in college? What were you going there? You said you were studying journalism, mm-hmm. but how did it go from graduating to then working with Dave? Like, did yeah. you have like originally going into it? Because I just want to hear it from that that's, perspective, you know? That's great. Because when I was actually, so I've always been positive. Seriously, like my whole life, I really okay. have. I mean, there's been I'm human, so I do have down points. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. But I went to college. I didn't have the awareness that I do now. So maybe if I were you know, 17 or 18 all over again, I probably wouldn't go to college okay. because of the, the mindset that I have, the understanding of, like, I, I read every single day now. In college, I didn't necessarily do that. I wasn't yeah. on social media. The boom of social media with the entrepreneur influencers wasn't as prominent. So the people that I looked up to weren't around me in Michigan necessarily. But what I did for myself in college is I allowed myself to go into so many different you know, verticals and yep, like test different things. Yeah, absolutely. I was in, I did acting. I was, you know, did broadcasting for Michigan state. I did plant biology, all the different things, yep. which is kind of how life really is. Anyway, you're just testing out different things. Yeah. So when I, when I was introduced, uh, you know, that Dave had this amazing company and what he was doing, I'm like, this sounds like something I could, I could really do. And so yeah. I interviewed with Dave's company and we really aligned and connected. Yeah. So it was just a perfect transition. So how long did you work with Dave, because like I want to, I want to really touch on too, and just for everyone listening, like you've been a part of some massive campaigns you, with someone like Dan Fleshman, you've worked with also, which we'll get into. It's like you've you've done so much, and you've been around so many high caliber people. So the mindset that you've learned from them, like, it makes sense to me now, right? But in terms of someone listening today, how long did you work for Dave? What would you say is the most important thing you got out of working for someone like Dave Meltzer? Yeah, so I worked for Dave for about a year and a half, and there are four pillars that he ingrained into us. Gratitude, empathy, accountability, and effective communication, effective over communication. Those things have taken me throughout my whole adult career since I've learned them. A lot of other amazing lessons as well. You know, change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It takes less than five minutes. Do it now because it's going to take you twice the time to redo it and look at it. There's so many lessons, but those four main pillars, not only to business and to life, you know. 
I want to break it down because you're someone you say gratitude. What does gratitude mean to you? How do you practice it? Because I think that's something that I've heard from you, right? And mm-hmm. I think that you talk about on social media, right? Like living with gratitude. And David talks about that a lot when he does his speeches. And I've learned that from him. How do you define that? How do you practice that? Because I, I kind of want to just take people and make this podcast, you know, about mindset, about what you've learned from these powerful people, because mm-hmm. the way you carry yourself and the way I believe people listening to carry themselves is through these principles that some people might be lacking, including myself, right? No one's perfect. Mm-hmm. So gratitude, define it for us in your version and how do you practice it? So gratitude at a simple high level is just your outlook, your perspective. You know, there's two ways you can look at life. I have to do something. I get to do something. There's other ways you look at life. This is happening to me. This is happening for me. Or this is happening through me. If you are grateful, if you have that mindset where genuinely you are grateful, you get to wake up every single morning. You get to walk on your two feet. You get to do certain, like you get to have your life how you want to have your life. If you have that perspective, if you change, even if your environment isn't how you want it, you know, change your environment. Like understand you are in control of your life. So with having gratitude in mind, you're grateful for the past, you're grateful for the present, you know your future is going to be very right. (laughs) Yep, yep, 100%. Yeah. So it was gratitude. What was the next one? Empathy. Empathy. So talk about that. Yeah, so empathy, empathy goes into, you know, having, caring for somebody, having the understanding for someone. If somebody goes ahead and, and, and breaks their leg, or you might have never, you know, broken your leg, but you yeah. can feel for that person. Like, have emotions. Yep. There's a good thing, you know, people in business sometimes are so high logic, logic, logic. Yeah. But there's also emotion. We're human, so totally. we have that emotion. So it's have that empathy for other people as well. Yep. And forgive yourself. Sense. That's most importantly. If you don't forgive yourself, then you can't forgive anybody else. That makes sense. I'm curious, just to leaning off that real quick. Mm-hmm. How do you stay so positive? Because I think... Before we define those next two ones, yeah. I can just already tell, right? And the people, I'm sure they can tell as well. You're just a very positive person, like I said. And I wanted to kind of dive into that. Like, what makes you stay so positive on a daily basis? You know, because I'm sure everyone goes through different things and that mm-hmm. will allow them to feel negativity, right? But yeah. you've been able to build a mindset and a discipline to always remain positive or at least portray that to other people to make yeah. them feel positive about yeah. themselves, even though you may or may not be positive yourself. You've, have, you've built a mindset that you always portray that, so... Mm-hmm. What makes you stay positive and look at things in a positive and where do you get that from? And what would you recommend to someone listening? If they're literally listening to this and they're depressed and they're negative and yeah. they stumbled across this podcast and this is their first time hearing something like this. So I have been, you know, non-positive. I've been, you know, I've had negative thoughts. I'm human. Like I, there's about, what is it, like 60,000 thoughts that somebody has their day. Yeah. So a lot of those might be repetitive. So if you're actually observing what you're thinking and you're observing, okay, you know, what am I actually thinking about right now? What is my purpose? Because you can train your subconscious. Your subconscious controls your conscious. Yep. So if you can train your subconscious, you know, doing daily habits, right? Practicing gratitude, you know, listening maybe on your phone or somewhere on a notepad, like what you're grateful for. That's also a way to help you shift into that positive mindset. You can write down simply, I am grateful for me. I am grateful yep. that I can change. You know, when you are the past experiences, past actions, and the past things that you've done. Yep. So if you understand that, you know you can change it yep. right now. Yep. You know? Totally. So I've stayed so positive just because there's so much to be grateful for. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, I'm so grateful I'm on this podcast with you and, you know, being able to share with everybody because I think it's, it's when you have a smile, like, you just, things are going off. You know, you got the endorphins, just, it's it feels good. Yeah. It's a natural state. Totally. It's a totally natural state. It's totally. not forced. 
I do get in negative times, but then when I do get in those negative times, you know, use your emotions as a tool. That's what I do. So if I'm yep. if I'm a little bit off, if I'm not centered like I am right now, be like, all right, what's what's going on? Like, what do I need to change? What's what do I need to improve? That's kind of how I use my emotions. So if you're negative okay. or if you're depressed, be like, why? Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know. That makes sense. Yeah, go deeper. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I, I want to ask you too. You've lived in LA for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, and because every time I'm in LA, right, you're with great people. And if you live in LA or if you've been to LA, I'm sure people can say the same thing, right? Like you come out here for business. There's good people if you create that environment in your mm-hmm. life, right? And you have an amazing group of friends and amazing in, like influences around you at all times. So I wanted to ask you just living in LA the last four and a half years, because I know one of my goals that I always say is, hey, I, wanna, I want to live in LA and I will within the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. How, what would you say has been the biggest lesson you've learned or the biggest reason why you stayed in LA for this long you know what has it taught yeah. you what have you learned you know yeah. about the culture because you're you know from Michigan and I'm from Virginia right <laughs> this, uh, moving to yeah. California and being here right in West Hollywood it's it's a unique I would like to call it a bubble in a sense drama always says totally. that he's like yo LA West Hollywood like it's a bubble like totally. you know we were we were at dinner last <laughs> night and Jamie Foxx walks in and sits down yeah. across the room and you're like mm-hmm. okay like there's there's good people here, right? And you lived here for four and a half years. So yeah. tell us about that experience because I think it's something that is unique to your situation and what's allowed you to stay positive with the great yeah. people around you. So let's talk about LA. Yeah, I mean, LA is great. So you are your own culture, meaning you're going to create the culture around you. Yep. Every single thought, everything you do is vibration. So genuinely on a science quantum level, whatever you think about is going to persist. So negative thoughts are going to attract negative people. Genuinely, because I'm in such a positive state, I do allow the surrounding of positive influences, yep. you know, like Fleischman, like Frankie, yeah. like yourself, you yeah. know. My experience with LA has been amazing. I've been able to create so many awesome opportunities for myself through my mindset, through just being a, what more can I do for you? Yeah. You know, that's like also the number one question that I ask people around me, you know, how can I be of service? What more can I do? Because yep. I genuinely want to help. I want to raise the people around me, and in doing so, I'll also raise, you know? Yeah. It, what, it's that quote. It's like, a rising tide raises all ships. Like, that's mm-hmm. that, that sort of mentality. Yeah, I like absolutely. it. Absolutely. What would you say, to just LA-wise, yeah. if someone's, like, say, I'm 19, or someone's living in Florida or New York or Idaho or Nebraska, you know, people that are not from California and they've maybe never lived in a space like this. What would you recommend to someone that's 18, 19 or 22, 23 getting out of college or getting out of high school that's looking to move to LA? Cause I'm sure a lot of people listening yeah. maybe have that thought. If you're in, or if you're in the business space or you have a social media account mm-hmm. and you're building this brand, you know, LA is a great place to be at. Sure. And I think but it's it, big. Yeah. It's massive. <laughs> it's so big. What would you tell someone that's looking to move to LA yeah. in 2020, you know, what to look out for, what oh to, gosh, what have, for sure. what have you learned? Cause obviously we're recording this in LA yep. and it's, you know, LA is important to me. It's important to you. And I just, I want to hear from your perspective. What would you yeah. tell someone that's looking to move to LA based on so just like your, your lifestyle yeah. here? Cause it's, right. it's crazy. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. You know? Yeah, it totally is. So number one thing, if you're actually looking to move out here, ask for help. DM somebody on Instagram that you look up to that's already living in LA. Or ask somebody that you know that's visited LA because yep. more than likely those people are going to help you. You know, a lot of people are scared to ask. Just ask. So in LA, I don't know. I mean, it's huge. There's yeah. so many things you can do. There's so many circles. There's so many ecosystems. There's so many, yeah, yeah. like, there's just so many things and it can be hard. It can, you can get lost. When I first moved to LA, first I made friends, you know, with like Ford models and all these like people. And then, yeah. it, you know, as my 
you know, I started going into a certain channel, you know, those people started kind of dripping off just a little bit, yep. you know, we're still in touch, but genuinely you're going to pick people up on the yeah, same yeah. life path that and you're And have on. like that core group. Yeah. So if you're looking to move out here, I mean, just, just ask for help, look for counsel and kind of have a mentor. Yeah. A little LA mentor. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I feel like that's what I've had. I mean, there's so many lessons that I've learned. Yeah. It's just be kind to others. Yeah. That's the number one thing. It's like, be kind to others and you will receive the same. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So you said something earlier and you always talk about it, quantum. Yeah. Define that because I know one of my good friends, Charlie Rocket, you know Charlie. Of course. He's been on the show. He's always talking about quantum and he has this whole tribe, Quantopia, and you know, he's always talking about quantum energy and it's something that I've done research on and I understand, but I believe people like yourself and Charlie, that you guys truthfully live and breathe it in just oh, yeah. a very genuine way. So like, yeah. what do you define as quantum and how I mean, would you want to tell the people listening what that means to you? Yeah, I mean, at a high level, quantum physics, it's like the law of attraction, right? But really what that is, it's being certain and confident about what you are, or what you're doing, or what you want to attract. And what that means, when you're certain and confident about what you want, you literally, every single thought, so we're going to go back on a little scientific level, every single yeah. thought has a vibration. Just like when you drop something in water and you see that vibration on the wave, imagine waves. Like every single thought is like a wave, okay? Yeah. So everything is interacting with each other. Therefore, we all are one. You can look yep. at it that way as well. So when you actually have a certain and confident thought, you're going to be attracting those similar things that you want. You're going to obtain it rapidly and accurately. Yep. But you also have to do the work. You can't just sit on your mom's couch high yeah, yeah, and yeah. be like, I want a Lamborghini and yeah, have a Lamborghini. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to do the work because you're certain and confident about it. Yeah. That's really what that okay. is. Okay, I got you. Yeah. When did you start learning about quantum physics and how did that come into your life? From Dave. Dave? Thanks, Dave, again. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when we did our personal development trainings, Dave would talk about, you know, he studies quantum physics, metaphysics, studied every single religion, just yeah. having this big, vast of knowledge. And then I nourished that seed. So yeah. I, I read a bunch on what quantum physics is. I watch documentaries. But more than that, I just want to learn how the brain works itself as well. I mean, there's a really yeah. good uh, manual called the Owner's Manual for the Brain, which I absolutely love. It's not okay. one of those. Is it a book? It's a book. It's not necessarily you have to read it front to back. You kind of pick what you want to learn from it. So there's a quantum physics. There's, yep. you know, the psychology of creativity and all this amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just like to, I'm like a sponge. We're okay. all sponges. Okay. And I'm only filling myself. Oh, actually, another thing. I'm only filling myself with positive information. Sure, I keep yeah. up on the news. I understand what's important, but like, I don't... Like the fires right now I, in LA. Yeah, so crazy. Sad. Current, current things are relevant to you. Yeah. Okay. But continue. I don't necessarily just keep... I don't even have TV. Like, I don't even really watch... Yeah. I don't watch TV. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, watch yeah. documentaries on yeah. Netflix or, you know, Amazon Prime, but I don't I don't keep negative information even in the background because you're going to pick that up yourself, yep. you know? So everything around me yeah. is just... Go it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted to talk about... Um, Dan Fleshman, he's, I would say, a mentor to me, and he's, mm -hmm. he was one of the first people I met at my first event I ever spoke ever spoke at in San Diego. He's spoken at a lot of my events. I've spoken at his events, and he's, like I said, been a massive mentor to me, and if Dan's oh, yeah. ever listening, shout out to you, Dan, but you've worked for him, and mm -hmm. I know that's how you know we're in this similar circle of different people, and mm -hmm. people are crushing it like Dan. How did you begin to work for someone like Dan, and by working with him, you know, what did you learn? Because I believe a lot of people listening... If they're young and trying to work with a mentor, or they see someone on social media like Dan, where he's the youngest founder of a public company, he's spending $60 million a year on influencers, and he's running this massive organization, you being around his presence would 
be very valuable when it comes to the information you learn from so him, awesome. how to run a business and just everything you've learned there. I'd love to just dive into that area of your life because yeah. I'm very curious about it and I'm sure people can learn from you by just h- hanging out with those type of people. Oh my God. Amazing. Am- like immense value. It's just so grateful to have worked with him, be friends with him. It's He's a beautiful soul. So when I was introduced to Dan, it was just so perfect timing where there was a role that he needed to be filled and I happened to be able to fill that role, which was, you know, being his right-hand girl, almost executive assistant, office manager, kind of filling in the gaps wherever it was needed, helping manage social media campaigns for really large influencers and brands. So when I was able to literally be by him all the time during, you know, office hours, it allowed me to pick up on how he operates as well as how other people are operating with him, you know? So I was able to understand yep. that business aspect, you know, when people would be pitching him ideas or whatever that was, I could, I would learn things. I would learn how they would pitch Dan or how Dan would respond, yeah. you know, or even how the the office was operated. So it was just an invaluable experience okay. and, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without him as well. What would you say is like one of the most key takeaways from being in the office, hearing how people pitch the things, like social media wise, you know, and we'll talk about social media, but what would you say has been the biggest lesson you've learned from that experience of working with them? And I think this is important because, you know, there's a lot of people, especially in this day and age where they're like, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur and just run my own business and have my own product. And I, and I believe, you know, you can always learn something from someone else. And I see by working with people like Drama and like helping them with events and the whole Young and Reckless team, I've learned from Drama, you know, just by being in his presence of saying, okay, this is how he's running a company. This is how he's interacting with his employees. And you, you learn that through their experience as entrepreneurs. And I think there's this misconception of like everyone wants to start their own business and have their own product and just do their thing when you can truthfully, if you work for someone, you can truthfully see how they operate and you can see how they run their thing. Whether that's three months you're with them or three years and you've had that opportunity to do so with some amazing people. It's so like, like a master's program. Yeah, like yeah, that, exactly. You know? Like Life so, is a master's program. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like you're learning from the people that are actually doing it. So what would you tell someone that's, you know, maybe caught up in like the, hey, I just want to do everything on my own and not go work for someone because I don't think that's the right path for me, you know, because yeah. you've had the opportunity to run your own company, but also work for people that are running massive companies and you, you've taken that yeah. knowledge. So what would you tell that young person who may think that they – only have to start a business or that they want to only focus on this path when they may have an opportunity to go work for someone and learn from them because Mm -hmm. you've been through that and I'm curious to hear what you have to say. I mean, I've been there where when I was even working for Dave or whatever that was, it's like, okay, do I want to work for myself? No, I'm not ready yet. Like I genuinely didn't feel like I was ready enough because I wanted to keep building more skill sets. Yep. And that wasn't even necessarily an intention to start my own company eventually. It was just happened to be the right time, the right phase of my life. Yeah. Everything, everyone's different, you know? Not yep. not everyone's path is going to be the same. Not everyone's going to start a business when they're 26 or when they're, you know, 30 or 40. Yeah. You know, it's all about what is best for you yep. and what what you think is best for the other person, what the other person thinks is best as well for them. It's yep. going to be a perfect alignment. So, I mean, it's just building that skill set. Yeah. Because I built so many skill sets working for Dave, working for Dan, working for a blockchain company. Um, yep, yep. Working for myself too. Like you'll, I'm for anyone out there that has just started their own company or has their own company. You know, there's a lot of bumps along the way, but yep. that's where you also learn. So it's not necessarily like a wrong path to just go ahead and start something. But if you're gonna do that, be certain and convicted with yourself. Study, yeah. read books about successful entrepreneurs. Do what it takes to get you from point A 
to point B to C and it's never going to end, yeah, you know? Yeah, progression. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with working for yourself and then working for somebody or doesn't matter. It's a collaboration. Yeah. Like I don't, when, like my company, I work with everyone. No yep. one works for me. I work with everybody. Yep. And that was almost the mentality with like working with everyone that I have, you know, Dave, Dan, you know. Collaborative. The, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, everyone is one, you know? Yep. I mean, obviously totally. there's certain responsibilities. Yep. But yeah, treat people with kindness. Like. For sure. No, and, and I want to kind of bridge the gap for people. So just in the context of storytelling, where we are along your journey, mm-hmm. you know, you go to college, Michigan State, you work directly for Dave after that, Dave Meltzer, like we've said. How, how long was it right to Dan? Was that the transition? Or like, I, I want to kind of hear the transition points because I know we talked about this last yeah. night at dinner, right? Like everyone may have a transition point where they have to stop what they're doing to progress or, you know, maybe that opportunity has taken you to a certain level where you're like, okay, I need change, you know? I think that we all live for change, whether that's the small changes. Like I always tell people on my Instagram stories, like I'll change my room around like every 45 days <laughs> and it's just like mentally clearing nice. for me. And it's yeah. like the little changes create the larger changes so take us through those pivoting points and like lead us along where that goes from working with dan because you know you said you've worked for dave and you worked for dan just bring us through the transition periods in your life and more so what you've learned through those transitions yeah okay so when i was working with dave you know i learned this skill set of business development sales and how to operate like a a a full-blown humongous just not a sports agency because that's not what it was we would at the time we were basically selling sponsorships and working with the largest athletes working with the largest brands and you know nfl pro bowl super bowl so that was so amazing to see how a a company like that yeah could could work you know so that was amazing but i started to realize this might not be my life path and i was able to you know, be very transparent with dave and say dave you know i love you and i'm happy i'm happy here but Going down my life path, this might not be the forever thing. And Dave treats everyone like he treats me, like he treats everyone like family, seriously. Yeah. Like he wants the best for everyone. Yep. So it's like, Dave's like, you know what? Like I might have an idea for you. So we actually did, Dan was randomly visiting the office okay. down in Newport Beach. Okay. And that's when we kind of met and it just was a, it was actually a really perfect transition. It was okay. like a week later, or two really? weeks later, I started working for Dan. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. that I didn't know like, that. It was really, it was really quick. And as okay. soon as I started working for Dan, it was just like craziness. Yeah, go in the trenches, yep. go back up. Yep. You know the coolest things. We were doing really cool events, and we were doing like big campaigns. It was just yep. so amazing, and it was actually it was really different. You know, one you're really just you know putting your head down, yep. doing sponsorships kind of stuff, it's just development, and the other you know you're you're using really the creativity of creating these events, and yep. the one thing that that I always did throughout both of those roles within that transition is just like for me that really helped was just writing down all my lessons in real time yep. so I have a reminder in my phone at 7 p.m is reflect on the truths and lessons that i've learned really? today so that's cool that's what i've, I've done that kind of helped me and i okay. actually review those i okay. don't just kind of let them go yeah, yeah yeah you know but that was my kind of transition point but that's the biggest thing i would say it's like the what i would say for others yeah who are listening that write the truths and lessons down because you'll realize, oh, did I do that today? How could I improve there? You know, because with Dan, I had I had some a big like a learning curve, right? So it's like, how did I learn? Totally. What did I do? And yeah. kind of moving on from there. I got you. I got you. So I, I do want to talk about. So regarding cryptocurrency, I know that you worked for a crypto company, and I was mm-hmm. I was I got a notification today. 
as of right now, Bitcoin's at $9,259. And I just wanted to put that out there because when I listen to this podcast in 14 years and hey. it's at $300,000, <laughs> it'll be funny to listen to this today. Awesome. So just regarding that crypto, <laughs> how did you transition to the crypto market? Because I know when we originally met, it was something that you were very involved with. We were working for a company known as Vest, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about Vest. Tell us about that experience because I, I think the most important thing, and this is super cool in terms of this episode where it's like, You've lived multiple lives, I would like to say, right? Work, whether that's working with different people, mm-hmm. being in a different environment, from different industries, and you've seen a lot of different businesses and people and just environments that you've grown in. So yeah. let's talk crypto. What did yeah. you like? When did you get involved with that? Vest, just Come tell, on, the, let's tell go. the world about it. All right, guys, here we go. So, well, Fleischman actually introduced me to crypto, the crypto world, yep. cryptocurrency, blockchain. And I just got really invested in it. I created my own merch crypto company, gotcryptocoin.com. And I was just doing a lot of different things. You know, I was creating, you know, cool viral marketing ideas for my company. And these other companies started to see that. And it just so happens that this company, Vest, they saw some of those things. And they're like, hold on. I want want you to work with me. So we, we started working together, a blockchain company in the music industry which allows you to invest in on a portion of a song. And I became the third employee at this blockchain company. And that's when I really started to yeah, just yeah. like dive a little more deep into blockchain. And I okay. love I love blockchain. I know the cryptocurrency thing is still being figured out. Yeah, yeah. Bitcoin, Ethereum. I love blockchain because it adds transparency and it allows just, it's, it's immutable. Like it, yep. you can't go back, yep. you know? Yep. So it can apply to any industry, to the banking you know, to the banking vertical, all the way to the food and produce, yeah. or all the way to music, yep. you know. Um, so I, I love blockchain for that reason, and that was really cool. I, I was the third employee at that company. We built it up, and, you know, that was just... It, you're right. I have had many Yeah, lives. yeah, it no, cool. it's super cool. Uh, as I reflect, I'm like, you know, that was a lot of, <laughs> a lot of really awesome experiences. So, yeah. like, so Vest, tell us one more time for the people listening. It's music industry. You can own a portion of the song by mm-hmm. inv- investing into the song. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, publisher cool. rights, writer rights, uh, the artist rights. There's yeah, different yeah. ways that you know you can actually own is, own the right of a, of yeah, a song. Yeah. Yeah. So V E Z T. That's what that is. V E Z T. Vest. Got yeah, it. And that's super amazing. cool. And so, when did you work for them? Regarding like how long ago was like it? Two years ago. Two years ago. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. How um, long were you with them? I was with them for a year. Okay. Before I decided to spin off my own company and start my own agency again, so I've had a lot of different experiences as you're hearing right now. Yeah. And as yeah. you know. And I think it's important because yeah. you know I think sometimes people may attach themselves to something too long or you know when things people know, know something doesn't feel right anymore they yeah. they lack the transition or maybe that's a hard decision for them to make but once you make it. Like you said to me, within the podcast or at dinner, it's like people go through these changes, right? Yes. So, what was that transition going from, you know, working with Dave and then Dan and then Vest and yeah. now starting your own company? Like, yeah. what was the mindset that you had to have to go into that, right? Yeah. Because I'm sure it was a massive transition where you're like, you had to make an internal decision to say, hey, this sure. is where I want to go moving forward. And here we go. So, so, like, what was that transition like? So, as you've heard, I've had many different uh, job roles. Anywhere from executive assistant to office manager, director of operations, biz dev, sales, whatever it is. So I was able to take something from from each of those companies and really learn about myself. Like, yeah. what do I want to do? What do what does Jacqueline Burnett want to do? What do I really like? How do I bring value? How do yeah. I want to bring value? Yep. You know, my my mission in life is to empower others, to empower others to be happy. 
And if I'm not making myself happy, yeah, how yeah. am I going to empower others yeah, to yeah. be happy? Yep. So I made that decision because I thought, okay, I, I love working with other people. It's amazing. Yep. I love le- working with people. But I think it's time I create my own role, which I have my own company, but I also do sales in my company. Yep. It's awesome. I have an amazing business partner, Melissa. She's the best. Shout out to Melissa. I met yeah, her earlier. <laughs> yeah, and we complement each other really nicely. A lot of people say, oh, don't have a business partner or, or ha- make sure you have a business partner. Th- that They're just saying that because that's whatever they have, yeah. you know, or maybe the experiences that they've had. Yep. But for me, because I, I genuinely am certain and convicted on myself, I'm certain and convicted on the choices that I'm making, so far, so great. And if not, I'm going to learn immensely. I learn immensely anyway, but through all my pitfalls or through all of my little bumps, you know, I can write down, all right, what did I learn here and how do I avoid that or how do I improve, you know? Totally. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. So what would you say from, I would say from the perspective of, for example, we're talking about living in LA, we're talking about your college journey, we're talking about different job roles. I want to sort of pivot it to social media because that's obviously... I'm on social media a lot. This is going to be on social media. You have an amazing <laughs> brand on social media where you're posting the art and different, yeah. like just amazing content, right? And people definitely follow Jacqueline because we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> what do you, I would say, when you're looking at social media from a company perspective or a personal brand perspective, like how long have you been using social media for business, let's say? Because that's obviously what I'm doing with the podcast. I've been doing it for three, four years and yeah. it's opened up every single door for me, whether that's yeah. meeting Dan or Dave or... Gary Vee or Grant Cardone, all these awesome. different people with the podcast, it's been on social media. And I know mm-hmm. that you spend a lot of time on there, whether that's from a business perspective yeah. or just meeting people. So let's talk about social media because I'm sure, sure. You've, you've seen it from the start. I got on social media in 2013 when I was 13 years old nice. and, and I didn't start using it until business until I was like 16 right, yeah. or 15. And I look at it completely different now. So like, I just want to hear your thoughts on how you look at social media, yeah. where you utilize it and really just how you go about it. I mean... Everyone's a personality brand now. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, yep. you are representing yourself online. That's it. Yep. Even when it first came out and there was those weird filters everybody would be using. Yep. On Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Like even then I was a brand. Even then I was a personality brand because when yep. I was in college, the way I would make side money while I was doing everything else was through modeling. So I was yep. posting modeling photos. And guess what? That got me more modeling gigs. Yep. And then randomly my Instagram got hacked. So just make sure everyone you have your two-factor authentication on. Plus and you're changing your password. It gets kind of wild. Yeah. But when I actually, when that happened, I, I was like, you know what? I am going to rebrand, repurpose myself a little bit because it's cool. I actually did this really awesome uh, experience, experiment, experience with Melissa at an Empower Her event. Okay. Where what we did was we, we went up to everyone, we, we showed them our, our Instagram profile. Okay. And they that other person did not know us. Or they've never seen our Instagram profile and they just had to blindly say, who we think, who they think we are. That's awesome. And then what we did, we would say, okay, well, this is who I am. And then we went ahead and said, all right, well, who do we have to be? Who, do, how do we actually portray ourselves yeah. to be who we want to be? Yeah. You know, so that's cool. So like, yeah, that exercise was meant to like say, Hey, if someone thinks about me this way, just from like an instant presentation of your Instagram, because everyone makes quick assumptions of who you are on social media. That's how it is. It's more so to say, okay, how can I be more authentic to like what you think about me versus who I am and how I want to present myself? That's cool. We all have a message. And if we don't have a message, like we're all representing who we are and that, you know, subconsciously does have a message. So for me, if I want to empower others to empower others, 
I had someone look at my father and say, all right, you, you're, you're a model, you smile, I see you do art. Yep. And I said, oh, okay. You know, they don't necessarily see that voice of mine yeah. unless they go to the caption. So what that told me, maybe I need to start making videos yeah. that align with my vision of who I am. Yep. But social media is amazing. It's the best, it's the best tool. Social yep. media in general, it's just, it's such, yeah. it's a free, yeah. easy way to put out a message, to yep. brand yourself and to build a business yep. like you've done. Totally, totally. And, and, and I tell her, and I, I want to kind of put this out there. I tell Jacqueline she should start a podcast and <laughs> I, I, I just, I wanted to put this on here just to like <laughs> say, I think you should start a podcast. Thanks, so hey, if I, I want to help with it because it's something that. Coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. Come, literally though. I just wanted to, I wanted to staple that in the show so that people can be aware of it and when they follow <laughs> you. you. So, so that being said, before we, I have a couple more questions, mm. but where do they follow you? What's your Instagram? Where can they learn more about what you're doing? Because I think your content's amazing. And Thank you've you. been doing more Instagram lives I've been have, seeing. I'll I join have. in on them. and I'll... Yes, ever since that session with Melissa at the Empower Her event, I've I've intentionally been doing things to align more with my brand. Yeah. So I'm like, how am I going to share this message with people? It's a free yeah. way to share my message. Yep. Like, I really do want other people to feel how I feel inside. Yeah. Like, how do I do that? So yeah. I'm working on that, guys. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Sharing that message. Totally. So you can you can find me on Instagram, Jacqueline Burnett. It's a unique spelling, J-A-C-Q-L-Y-N-B-U-R-N-E-T-T. Uh, you, can ju- you can just Google, you know, I got some good SEO because my parents spelled my name very uniquely. Uh, yeah. That, that, is, <laughs> that is really interesting. For sure. So, yeah. I, I do want to pivot. So just regarding, I would say, growing up and the influences around you, how have the people in your life dictated how you think about business or how you think about whether that's positivity? Because, you know, I come from a background in Virginia. You know, a lot of kids were doing drugs and they didn't have mentors or role models or goals necessarily. And that's originally, I, I noticed that when I picked up a book by Gary Vee or by Grant Cardone or started listening to Ty Lopez and I'm like, okay, this is how these are successful people are thinking about this and therefore that dictated where I was going. Mm-hmm. So like growing up, like who were some of your mentors or what were you taking in in terms of knowledge, you know, yeah. because I think everyone has a potential plan of like, if you were to go back five years, you probably wouldn't be able to have a guess to say, hey, oh, this is where I am today. Sure. So just growing up, let's take it back. What were some of like your mentors or like resources that you looked to, or was it something that you had no guidance until you met these people or whatever yeah. it is? Just, yeah. Like, give us some more context on like mentors when you were younger yeah. as well as currently. So I'm really grateful that I had such a strong support system being my family when I was young. Anything yep. I I wanted to pursue or do, they supported me. Not necessarily I'm saying financially, but just yeah. in general. You know, if I wanted to, if I started singing or dancing, you know, yeah. maybe they just they'd be like, oh, you're this is awesome. Keep practicing. Yeah. Keep doing this. The love that I felt was so much that it made me on the inside <clears throat> grow a lot, yep. you know. But not not everyone has that or necessarily needs that. Yeah. When I was younger, I didn't necessarily have podcasts that I was aware of to listen to. I didn't necessarily have, yeah. you know, Instagram entrepreneur influencers that I could go and listen to. So now yep. there's so many more resources for support, totally. like mental support. Yep. That you eventually, through that, through that support when you're younger, through that support that you give yourself, like you are your, your biggest yeah. motivator or totally. you can be your totally. biggest motivator. So like self-confidence. Yeah. And I yeah. want to talk about that. Cause like you just from, even from a third party perspective, like you have 
you carry self-confidence, right? You're, you're, you're very strategic in the way you say things and move and you just, you carry self-confidence. That's what I would say about you. you. So like, where do you believe that, (laughs) where do you believe that comes from? And if someone's listening to this Mm -hmm. and I think this is something that I have a lot of friends that maybe, you know, they're self-conscious, they don't want to say things because they're scared how people will think about it or they're, they're just not confident Mm -hmm. human beings. And I believe that is one of the biggest differentiators between someone being successful or being stagnant in their life. You know, I've interviewed over 120 different world-class entrepreneurs and all of them are very certain with their actions. They're confident and you carry those abilities. So where do you think that comes from and the importance of that in just your everyday life? Well, for me, I would say like, I'm, I'm not afraid because if I fail, I'm going to get back up Yep. or I'll do something and get back up. You know, I think that it's, it's important to, be certain about yourself about what you want or it's just to be just to be like you be authentically you because that will help you become confident yep you know I I would not be where I am today without even like the like my mom and dad they're very confident humans and that's kind of also where I've learned to how to position myself like my dad he was a business owner for 30 plus years he's actually a um, traditional marketing agency okay yeah so I'm in the digital agency it's kind of fun (laughs) so you know a lot of the gestures that I do are from my dad but really like I I've become who I am because I'm not I'm not afraid okay and really, when people are afraid, like fear, fear is really just the unknown. Yep. But you shouldn't be afraid of the unknown because in the unknown is where you create new and exciting things. So it's like maybe someone yep. isn't confident because they're, they're nervous that if they go ask or DM this person or whatever it is that they'll get denied or they don't feel like they know things. You know, even going touching on that, if you're unsure of something, go study it, go yeah. Google it, go read a book, go, go talk to other people, like become confident in what you're doing. And if you don't know... It almost is really confident to even ask somebody, hey, yeah. I don't know. Can you explain this to me? Yeah, yeah. That, that makes absolute sense. Mm-hmm. So regarding self-confidence, I, I want you to walk people through like some of your daily routines. Someone that's running a company, living in LA, you have things to do and get done. Like Daily routine, what does that look like in the life of Jacqueline? Yeah, so I am very, uh, a very mindful human, a mindful, healthy human. So when I wake up, um, I actually on my phone, I have... I have a couple, couple different note categories. So as soon as I wake yeah. up, I write down my dreams. I have very vivid dreams every very. single night. Literally every, every night? night. Every single night. Interesting. Yeah. So I write down my dreams. I think there's like a couple nights that I don't, but that's only if I've had like a glass of wine or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And even then, I, I usually have vivid dreams. It's okay. very cool. Very cool. So I write down my dreams because your dreams actually can tell you a lot about yourself, whether that's like subconsciously of what you're, what's going on or just in general like what what am I like? Yeah. What am I thinking yeah, about? Yeah, what am I you thinking know? about? Yeah, sleeping. So do that. Um, I also write down what I'm grateful for, and then I also write down five quantum events. Quantum myself, events. Yeah, like what is a quantum event? Okay. It's just things that I I am going to make happen or I want to make happen or things that have happened that it's just the time it takes from A to B. You yeah. know, um, some of those things where I closed a client. Or nope. I, whatever, just whatever you want to happen. I had the best week ever because I did X, Y, Z. Yeah. Just like events that gotcha. can happen. Gotcha. It can be super wild. Is it every well. day? Every single day. Okay. Yeah, if you look at my phone, we got okay. tons and tons. <laughs> it's a great time. Okay. The next thing I do, I go to the gym. Well, actually, I drink water. A little bit Celsius. As you know, I put you yeah. on that game. Yes, she good, did. Shout out to Celsius. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I love it. Work out, come home, crush a kale salad, very, very clean, pea protein, okay. And move on with my day, business endeavors, and yep. you know personal things, and 
Yeah, it's it's awesome. Got you. Yeah. And so let's talk about regarding your vegan, correct? Plant based, yes. Plant based. Yeah. How has that affected your life, and how why did you decide to do that? Because I think it's something it's you know it's a very interesting characteristic to decide yeah. to pursue something and just stick to it. It mm-hmm. just shows the definitions of like your consistency and how you can be so consistent on what you eat, right? So oh, like thanks. when did you decide to be plant-based <laughs> and what have you seen the benefits of that? So the reason why I went plant-based is I was actually prescribed ADD medication from fourth grade all okay. the way up to the end of college. And that's crazy. Okay. My mom came from a medical background. She's intensive care nurse. So there's Certain things I'm sure she had in her head, which yeah. is why she put her daughter on ADD medication for so long. Yeah. As soon as I graduated college, I was like, no, yeah. I am moving to California. There is no more of this. But I went plant-based for the sole reason that, that those drugs actually messed up some of what was going on inside. Okay. And I also went plant-based because I just, I, I really want to be like, not as like the best human over, yeah, but I want to yeah. be the best version of me and I feel yeah. the best. Okay. It's all about how you feel. I don't think there's a right or wrong, go totally. plant-based or don't. It's all about how you feel. Yep. So genuinely, when I when I eat plants over, you know, chicken or something else, I just don't feel the same. Like yeah. energetically, it's not the same. It's, yep. You almost have to experience it totally. to understand it. Totally. No, that makes sense. <laughs> I was just curious because I think that's something that's interesting fact about yeah. you that it's, um, yeah. I'm all about, I'm all about also like, so I, I read a lot of books on, on health and, yep. you know, watch documentaries on health and you will find what you're looking for. So, yep. you know, clearly I found what I was looking for, but totally. not necessarily. I'm, I'm an open book. So if I totally. heard other perspectives, I'd be open to that as well. Um, the Plant Paradox by Dr. David Gundry is a really good book. Not to be, not to necessarily learn about plants, but to learn about the evolution of plants. Yep. And, you know, where animals get their plants from. It's, it's, yeah. it's good. Cool. Yeah. No, that's interesting. So I, real quick, just, I would say honestly to wrap it up, I want to talk about some more th- current things. So, mm-hmm. We were at the gym today or yesterday and you were talking to me about this seven day experience you're about to go through. Oh, and you, you've been doing a lot of these like meditation experiential based things that will usually cost $5,000, $20,000 to be mm-hmm. a part of these experiences. And, and I'd love for you to give me more context as well as the listeners, the things and what you're doing as well as like your biggest takeaways from that. Because I think we can all learn something from you from just being around these amazing people that are just teaching you these different ways to think about life or what you're picking up from them and yeah. just give us some context into like something what this would cost and what it is and what your takeaways would be because it's it's very yes. interesting to me and I'm sure that people would love to hear that. So I've been gifted by one of the most awesome souls, beautiful souls, um, with these private sessions with this energy worker, spiritual healer, John Amaral. Now John Amaral, um, and he is Tony Robbins' personal, you know, spiritual guru. Yeah, I would for say. And the I'm I'm a spiritual human, but I'm not maybe totally aware of like everything in that realm. I'm yeah. still learning. Like I'm yeah. such a small little like yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this yeah. huge wave of energy and spiritual work. So when I first met with him, I didn't even know what was going on. He was doing things to my body and this massage bed, you know, just putting his hands over me. Whatever work that he was doing, what he told me was, you know, he's looking at quantum events or quantum possibilities, like with the, I'm not explaining it exactly correctly because I don't really know exactly. But it was such a, like the after effect of what he did felt transcending almost in a way where... You know, certain events might have happened might happen to me, and I don't necessarily feel those events as I I normally would, right? Yeah. Like things can like your happen to you, happen for you, or yep. happen through you. So things would be happening through me. That's Got kind it. of like how I felt. Certain events 
going on. Interesting. Yeah, I've I've done, the more and more I do sessions, I've done now three sessions with him, the more aware I genuinely become or just feel. Like, I'm I'm very zen. Like, I'm also, I'm like a chipper zen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then I'm doing that uh, bio-cybernaut. But yeah, bio-cybernaut. It's seven days. What exactly is it? Because I think these are just super cool things that I personally, I haven't been through. And I've learned through you in terms of like (laughs) these energy healers as well as what you've got for the seven-day journey. Like, talk about that because I think it's something it's about to currently happen. I'm still learning and experiencing. So I'm still learning what this is myself. Okay, so again, Tony Robbins did this, and he actually had John Amaral working on him the whole time, the whole seven days that he was doing it. Literally, you you're you're put into alpha state for seven straight days. Okay. Literally laying in, as I understand it, and I could be totally wrong, but you're laying in some type of tube, some something. Yeah, I'll put a link to it too. Isolated. You, you give me a website. Yeah, for it. please put the link and <laughs> just look at it. It's crazy. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. So you put in alpha state, and apparently, when you're in alpha state. Things that happen to you in life, just as I was saying, there's no, like, you don't have a limiting factor to yourself. Yeah. There's no doubts that you have about yourself. And that's really hard to believe. Like, we're all human. Totally. Like, there has yeah. to be doubts, you know? So, again, just, like, look at the website. Totally. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. But this thing is, is like, beyond. Like, it's it's very expensive to get in. Yep. And it's supposed to be super rewarding I'm, like, yeah, I'm curious to see about like oh my gosh. what you take away from it after we it need to down. talk before and after yeah, and yeah, I want yeah. you to let me know like what's going on with you yeah, like, what changed <laughs> what's, what's different no that, that makes sense yeah. so, so we'll talk about that more after because yes yes and I'll put the website to it because I I'm still understanding it I'm still yeah learning. it's super cool what, what does it cost just for the people that like I don't even know exactly what it $80,000 so this is an $80,000 seven day program healing session that she's about to do and it's just something that I was very curious in so I wanted to talk about it because it's something that not many people get to do unless you have there's a lot there's I'm learning so so much about what this world can be yeah because you create that you know so this bio cybernaut the working with energy healers energy workers is new to me but I'm exploring it because why not you know like why not explore why not grow why not learn there's so much that there's like the known, the unknown, and then the unknown, unknown. Yeah. And this is now unknown, unknown. But before it was an unknown, unknown. So Got I'm sure you. there's a lot more yeah, to it. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. I, I, I would say just to really wrap it up, regarding if you were to go back to your graduating college or you're, you're just in this journey in your life where you may not know where to go or what to do and you, you were to restart your journey mm-hmm. and go back to someone that's just embarking upon their journey, figuring out their first opportunity, mm-hmm. their first job or starting their first company. Just you've, you've been around so many amazing people that have built massive organizations and like energy healers that people that work directly with Tony Robbins. I don't even think you realize it to the extent of in which what you've been through and the experiences that you've lived. But what would you say to that young 18, 19, 20 year old that's just embarking upon their journey and especially to young females, right? The people that, you know, like I said at the beginning of this show, you've this is the fourth female I've had on my show and I, I want to make sure that I interview more females and I would like to say boss babes. Shout out to Natalie and the <laughs> boss babes team. Just tell us from your perspective, like what would you want to tell the younger Jacqueline and also the younger people that are listening that were just starting their journey? Just be unconditionally you. You don't have to, you don't have to know who you are just yet. But be you. Do what feels right and create what feels right. That almost, that even gave me the goosebumps <laughs> a little bit because yeah, yeah. I'm so convicted on if you if you really unconditionally love yourself, yep, you will know what's what is best for yourself. 
Like, example, you might know it's probably best maybe to ask someone for help. Yeah. Or you might know maybe I should, you know, just start writing this script or whatever it is. Try yeah. out new things because the more you do, the more you'll learn from yourself and others and grow and help people along the way. Yep. I love it. Jacqueline, where can people find more about you? And she doesn't have a podcast yet, but she will, so it's stay coming. tuned for that. <laughs> but yeah, where, where can people follow you, learn more about you? And yeah, how can they get into the life of Jacqueline yeah. online and where can they find you? You can find me, just type in Jacqueline Burnett on Google. I'll have uh, my website pop up, Instagram pop up, an old SoundCloud, a lot of things, a lot of things, <laughs> okay, a lot of things. Okay, okay. J-A-C-Q-L-Y-N Burnett. <laughs> there we go well Jacqueline thank you yep. so much for coming on the show thank and you. um yeah you, you're someone that just the positive energy people that are listening make sure if you've if this is your first time hearing Jacqueline make sure you follow her check her out she's going to be having a podcast because literally like I always tell her and I'll join her live stream and I'm like you need to talk about this more and just the way you carry yourself and the experiences you've been through so and she yeah. was saying this you haven't done too many podcasts so this is like this is awesome. if you think about it like not many people have heard your journey, your experiences. Yeah. So I'm grateful to have you on thank the show. You. I'm and grateful. Um, yeah, thank and if you there's so anything much. for any of you that are listening, if I can lend any service, any expertise, anything at all, or if you just want to confide in me, like I am here. I'm here to yes. support you, raise you, and help you guide along your journey. Love it. So well, thank you. Thank you, Casey. This absolutely. Is so fun. <laughs> yes. And that being said, everyone listening, Make sure you subscribe to the Rise of the Young podcast, leave a rating and review, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.